Healing doesn't mean the damage never existed. It means the damage no longer controls our lives. Unknown. Hello and welcome to the Taking Back Your Power podcast. I'm Isabel Palacios and I specifically created and designed this podcast to empower, inspire, and help you cultivate a powerful mindset to build your best life and live out your dreams. May you always remember your true beauty, your true worth, and your true power always come from within. So get your coffee, smoothie, or wine ready and let's get started. Long time no speak. Feels so good to be back. Feels so good to be here and back on this platform, which thank you guys so much to all of you who have been regular listeners, who have supported the podcast, who have posted about it on social media, and also those of you who have been like, where's the podcast? Where's the podcast? We missed the podcast. And I just want to apologize to those of you, to you faithful listeners, to you faithful fans for taking, I think it's been over a month now. It was, I think March 25th, 24th was the last time that I uploaded an episode and I just want to apologize because I should have come back in and checked in with you guys kind of like I did on YouTube. I did an update video and I've been talking about just openly about my own journey in these past few months. Now, I obviously made this podcast to kind of be an outlet for myself and just be more of an open place where I could speak about things in a less scripted and structured way than I would on a YouTube video. And that's how I want to keep this. I want to keep this as a fun space. And I'm also lining up some guests to come on and interviews and things like that. And I'm really excited about that. I am taking this podcast Obviously, I'm not changing everything or the whole format, but I do want, and I've talked about this many times about getting more guests on here and just having more people spreading knowledge and being able to connect with others and also being able to inspire you through talking with others because I have learned so much from other people and I have learned so much just about myself and my own journey in talking and conversing with others. And something that happened this year, and I announced it first here on the podcast, was coaching. I recently started coaching, well, probably about a month ago, I began coaching, which took up a lot of my time, took up a lot of my energy. It's still taking up energy. I still have four weeks left in the Confidence Charge Up program. And it's not available right now. I know I've had a lot of people asking me, are you still doing your coaching? I am. But I already have my select group of clients that I selected about a month, over a month ago, and they are the ones that I am working with right now for this eight-week program. So it is currently closed. I'm not sure when exactly I'm going to have the confidence charge up once again. I'm going to have to do another interview process and things like that, but I will let you guys know for those of you who are interested of when I will launch the confidence charge up. Well, it's already launched. When I will do another round. And right now this round is going to end the end of this month. And then we're going to see, I'm going to create, actually I'm in the process right now of creating a more affordable option for coaching. It's actually a program on the law of attraction. And of course that will be open probably within the next month and it will be open to more than 10 to 15 people. It's not one-on-one coaching like the confidence charge up where I will have a one hour session every week, but it will be kind of like a community thing. And I will announce that when the time comes. So what I want to talk about today is healing and stepping back in your power. 
And I have been open with my Insta fam, with my YouTube fam about how things just kind of got really tough around March and April of this year. And it's kind of like I had a really good two months, like January and February were really good. Lots of progress was made, especially in places of my career, of my business, growing my business and things like that. But personally, things did not go so well. And that was because I was healing and I had thought, okay, things had gotten better. I'm doing good. And then all of a sudden it was just like everything kind of hit me. And that inspired me to talk openly about healing and about going through a healing process and what's inspiring me to make this episode. Because not only am I updating you on what's been going on, but also helping find a way to relate what I've been through these past couple of months in a way that will also help you and maybe inspire you guys or make you guys feel like you're not so alone in whatever it is that you're going through. Because we all go through things in life, no matter how positive, how successful, how, you know, how much money you have, it does not matter. We all go through things. That's just a fact of life. And you can either let that bring you down and hold you down and not allow you to grow, or you can take it for what it is and start to accept that it's happened, accept that you're hurt and moving past it, healing from it. And let me tell you guys, I probably would not have been inspired to talk about this if it weren't for my own coaching practice that I started and working with my individual clients. I have realized that healing is not linear, that healing looks different for every single person, that healing is a process. It's something that we should accept and look forward to instead of seeing it as an, a really ugly, tough process to go through. I think everyone has something, whether they're aware of it or not, whether they want to admit it or not, we all have something we need to heal from. And working with my clients and helping them with their confidence, helping them with limiting beliefs, helping them move past these limiting beliefs has opened my eyes to just so much about how life is and how life works and what strength of the human mind and the heart can really drive you to do and what negative experiences, negative people and limiting beliefs and bad stuff in your life, how it can manifest in so many other ways as an adult. So if you were bullied when you were growing up or you had a tough upbringing, all these things that you think, oh, well, now I'm in my 20s or 30s and now it doesn't affect me or 40s or 50s. You don't really realize how much it's affected you until you start working on those limiting beliefs and asking why it is that you feel a certain way about yourself or a situation or why you don't trust yourself or why you don't like the way you look or all these different factors about ourselves and different facets that we see about ourselves. They all stem from something and that something might be needing you to heal. You need to heal from this thing that is holding you back or this idea of yourself, or this experience, or this relationship that you went through. You need to heal from these things because our limiting beliefs and our opinions of ourselves and our view of ourselves isn't necessarily true. It's just because you went through all this stuff in your past that is now manifesting itself in a different way. So if you were abused or left by somebody early on in your life, or you were cheated on, and now you have low self-esteem, it's not because you're not worthy. 
or there's something wrong with you, or you're not worthy of love, or you don't deserve certain things, or you don't deserve to be happy and fulfilled and at peace. It's because you need to heal from that experience in your past. Once you heal from that experience, then you can come into your true self. Then you can become aligned with your true self, healing from the past, rewriting limiting beliefs, identifying limiting beliefs, realizing why you have them, not judging yourself for them, not judging other people, not placing blame on others, not being hateful or spiteful against yourself or anyone, but just accepting that they're there, observing what they're telling you, observing how they're manifesting and how they're affecting your life is the first step in beginning to overcome them. Because if you keep saying, oh, well, I'm never going to be this because all this stuff happened to me and I'm just so broken beyond belief, nothing's ever going to change, then you're falling victim to those things. You are not aligned with your true self because your true self is aligned, is healed, is strong, is inherently perfect. So you have to understand that all this stuff in your past does not have to affect you unless you want it to. It's a choice. Healing is a choice. I want you to view yourself as an onion. And an onion, in order to get to its core has layers. So you have to cut through that hard plasticky shell. I don't even know how to describe that papery shell on the outside of an onion. You have to crack through that. There's like a thick layer as well. So you have to crack through that thick layer. And then that's like the meat. That's when you think, okay, I've cracked through that weird papery phase, that delicate phase in my life. I've cracked through that. Now is this hard part. Now I need to crack through that. And then you're like, okay, I'm all good. I'm free. I'm healed. But then you realize there's more layers and more layers and more layers and more layers and more layers. And that's the thing about healing is that it comes in layers. Even when you think, okay, I got through that really papery shell on the outside that's spotty and ugly or whatever. And I get through that hard outer shell. Now I'm here at that beautiful, shiny, pinky, red, whatever color onion it is. And I'm there and it looks pretty. It's all smooth and shiny. But then you realize there's more layers underneath, peeling away, cutting away at those layers. That is what you should view your healing process as. Let me make this clear. Healing is not a linear process. It's not like you go up the stairs and then that's it. No, it goes up and down. When you think you've overcome something, something's going to happen. It's going to trigger something and then you're going to fall back down. And that's okay. That's okay. That's necessary in healing is going up and then falling, going up and falling. And whatever that may look like for you and thinking back to any experiences you've had in the past where you thought you were over something or someone and then one thing happened and it's like, it all comes back to you. It all comes back. And you think, but I worked so hard and trying to fix myself and work on myself. And I thought I was over it. I did all this stuff. I moved forward. I said I wasn't going to move. That's okay. You need to go through those valleys in life in order for you to become strong, in order for you to become wise, in order for you to become your best version. You have to go through these things. You can't expect yourself to become your greatest version, your best, most powerful self with an easy life. You're going to stay a weakling if you have an easy life. So in those moments where you feel disappointed because you thought you had come so far, you had done so much, and it's like, well... 
What did I do all that work for? You did all of that work to show yourself that you can get out of anything. And also, that is just another part of your journey. The hard work and the success is as much a part of your journey as the failure, as the valleys, as the low points in your life. So you can't expect to become your best version without hitting low points. You can't expect yourself to be strong and wise and powerful without being in the valleys. You can't become the best warrior in the kingdom without going to war first. You have to go through the valleys and people just want to skip over it. They don't want to feel those feelings. They don't want to go through the icky stuff because face it, it's pretty icky and gross to have to deal with old feelings and old emotions coming up again in the future. But once you just let go of that expectation that you're not allowed to feel things or not allowed to refeel feelings or go through things again, then it'll be much easier for you to learn and grow from those valleys instead of wallowing in self-pity and wallowing in building a house in that pain and staying there. So go easy on yourself. Don't judge yourself for feeling things even if when you think that you got over them or that you overcame them. You need to be introspective and also observant of what this is trying to teach you, of the lesson to be learned from this valley. Even if you were just on the highest mountaintop, there's a reason for you being in a valley right now. So just observe that. Take a few moments now and think about it. Now that we have accepted that we need healing and accepted that it's okay to go through valleys in our healing process. It's okay to go through tough times. It's okay to feel what we feel. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Don't beat yourself up about it. Don't judge yourself. Don't hate anyone. Don't hate yourself. Just take a deep breath. We're letting go of that energy. And we are stepping into true power, which is overcoming that judgment, overcoming that anger, resentment that we feel towards ourselves and others, and actually going towards fixing the root of the issue. So of course, it can't be a taking back your power episode without some tips on healing, on moving forward, on those moments where you feel like you've hit a valley and that you undid all the work that you did previously. It's okay. You didn't undo all the work. It's just another layer of the onion. We got to peel away. Remember, healing is not linear. Now going on to tip number one, acceptance. Accept that you've been hurt. Don't bury it. The more you ignore your pain, your experiences, what happened in the past, whether it was a breakup or whether it was just a bad experience, maybe something you did caused yourself and others pain, maybe something you're not proud of, or you just went through a really tough experience that was out of your control, you need to accept whatever negative feelings you have been holding on to and whatever feelings that event or that situation gave you. The more you ignore it, the worse it'll be later when you're reminded of the pain or something similar happens. The thing is if that we don't overcome 
the things of the past or a mistake that we made and we don't accept it and grow from it and allow ourselves to feel it, it will keep manifesting itself. That's the way the universe works. When you need to work on something, the universe will continue putting that rock in your way, putting a person that reminds you of somebody of your past, or you keep getting hurt because the universe is reminding you, hey, you need to address this. Stop ignoring it. It keeps happening because you haven't overcome it. You need to address and work on it. So if you've just been hurt and you want to heal from it, you need to accept that the road will probably be tough. Well, not probably. It will. The road ahead will be tough. But going through that and pushing through it and allowing yourself to go through it is going to beget so many beautiful, positive, incredible changes in your life that you can't even conceive of right now. So if you're feeling bad, if you're feeling hurt, it's okay. Don't try to force yourself to feel any other way. Don't try to force yourself to be happy and be positive because that's only burying that. If you've just been hurt or whether you were hurt three years ago and the pain is back again, allow yourself to feel those feelings. Allow yourself to cry, to mourn, to feel pain. Channel that pain in healthy ways, of course. You know, don't go and drink alcohol or hurt other people or do bad things, but allow yourself to feel. You're human and you're going to feel emotions, even anger, even sadness, even jealousy. All of these things, you're going to feel them because you're simply human and there's no getting away around it. There's no magic pill to make you never feel pain again or feel bad stuff again. And that's another thing. Don't go into drugs or alcohol or cannabis and all these things to take away the pain or help you sleep at night or, you know, I just want to numb myself for a little bit, forget my problems. No, don't do that. You will never heal and you're only making the things worse. You're only highlighting the pain even more. Because in those moments in between when you're not drunk or you're not high, you're not relaxed or buzzed or whatever... You're going to fall really deep, really fast to the point where you're going to be so dependent on these little relaxation things or these little, you know, numbing, destructive, self-soothing <laughs> rituals or routines that you get into. You know, it starts off with, oh, I'm just going to go for a drink. I'm going to drink some wine. I'm going to do this. It starts off that way and it spirals and it spirals and it spirals. So if you feel terrible, as hard as it is to reach for the wine or for the tequila or for the marijuana or whatever it is or any other drugs, God forbid you do those things. But I know that there are people who do. Before you feel like reaching for one of those things, please take a moment, pause and tell yourself it's okay to feel. I'm going to allow myself to feel bad today. I'm going to allow myself to feel bad right now because it's necessary for my healing. If I don't address it now, it's going to keep coming up. It's going to keep disturbing my peace. It's going to keep manifesting itself over and over and over again because I have not overcome and I have not allowed myself to feel whatever this is making me feel. So step one to healing, acceptance. Easy as that. Accept that you're going to feel not so great for the next few weeks or for the next few months or whatever. Accept it. Accept that it's going to come back up, that you're going to have amazing days and then you're going to have some bad days. And it's okay. We all do. We all go through that, especially those of us who are trying to heal. 
All your work is not going to waste just because you had one bad day or a bad week or a bad month or a bad year. You need to go through those times in order to come out through the other side or else you're just going to die in that tunnel and never get to the light. Second tip, I want you to identify your thoughts and your feelings. Take some time either meditating or journaling in the morning, writing down how you feel, why you're feeling that way. This is another good exercise in not masking what it is that you're feeling, not masking your own journey and not comparing yourself to other people as well. And that's another thing I think should be talked about is don't compare your path or where you are right now to other people. Just focus on you. Focus on where you are right now and what you're feeling and who you are. Except that maybe you don't look like you did or you weren't the way you were a year ago or two years ago. It's okay. You're supposed to be here. You're exactly who, what, and where you need to be right now in your journey. Your journey should not look like anyone else's, so remove that expectation. But identifying your thoughts and feelings is very important because you also need to realize and ask yourself when you identify without judgment, just observing how you're feeling, why you feel certain ways, why these thoughts keep occurring, identifying just where they stem from is very important and realizing if those thoughts and feelings are actually you or if they were put on you by others. And this is something that I help my clients with in rewriting their limiting beliefs and helping them realize that a lot of these limiting beliefs, a lot of these opinions and thoughts that they carry about themselves are not because they truly believe this or it's because this is their true self, but it's because they've adopted and allowed the opinions and feelings and thoughts of others to come in and cloud their own judgment about themselves. So if somebody once told them, oh, you're this, or you're overweight, or you're ugly, or whatever it is, if somebody once told them that, they begin to believe it about themselves, even if it's not necessarily true. So that's why it's important to observe and identify your thoughts and feelings and be like, is it me actually thinking this and believing this? Or is it because somebody else said it and now I'm taking it on as truth? That's something we all have to be weary of and have to be aware of is whether the fact we take other people's opinions and perceptions and take them on as our truths just because somebody else said it. And you know, a lot of times what people say about us or to us, whether negative or positive, is simply a manifestation of themselves and how they see themselves. So if somebody comes and bullies you and tells you all these things and insults you, it's more of a reflection of what they see and believe of themselves and they're simply projecting that out to you. So be aware. Are you allowing other people's perceptions and judgment cloud your own? Is that why you're feeling the way you're feeling? It's just something to think about. What makes somebody else think that they know you more than you know yourself? Question. Question that. Question what people tell you and question whether your thoughts and feelings and beliefs are put on by you yourself or by others that really don't know who you truly are. Now this brings me on to my third step, and that is to seek help. It's okay not to be okay, but you don't have to do it alone. If you're healing and you're going through something, you don't have to go through it alone. 
So speaking about your pain, about what you're going through, about your healing process, either through a friend, a trusted friend, or maybe a mentor or somebody that knows you well, or maybe even somebody doesn't know you at all and can just give you objective, opinion-free advice. So a therapist, a psychiatrist, a psychologist, a counselor, maybe somebody that's like a leader of your church or a leader of a spiritual group or a spiritual leader, somebody that can give you advice from a place of wisdom and knowledge. Maybe they've been through something themselves. Could just be a neighbor or somebody that you know who went through something similar. You can ask them, hey, what did you do? I need to speak about this. I need to talk about this. And of course, don't unload on everyone and just random people and things like that. Unload to somebody who can actually respond back with practical advice and wisdom and share their own experiences with you. But a therapist is always something that I will always, 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 always advocate for. Finding help through therapy. Finding a good therapist, because sometimes you go to one therapist, they didn't resonate, and then you quit. No, keep finding people. Keep looking for somebody that can offer you help, because I don't want you to go through this alone. It's really hard to go through this alone. Trust me, I know. As somebody who is so used to being independent, especially in just being self-sufficient, I know how hard it is to be open and vulnerable to others, but it's so necessary and so important just in relieving the burden off of yourself and just letting out that energy and those feelings, either through writing or speaking, but also in receiving advice from others who have gone through the same thing. You don't have to wear a mask, a big proud mask all the time and act like you're okay. If you're not feeling great, Be honest and open about it. You never know who you're inspiring to be honest and open about themselves and their own journey because we're all going through stuff, guys. It's truly powerful to be vulnerable and ask for help. It's okay to ask for help to somebody who can actually help you and not just a friend or somebody who's just gonna be like, oh, you're gonna be okay. Just come and drink and we'll forget about it. No, somebody's gonna be like, okay, I'm glad you came to me. You need help. Now let's see how we can move on forward from here. You don't have to suffer in silence. If you need help and support, go for it. Even if you think you're gonna be okay on your own, go for it. I promise you the reward will be so much greater in the end. My fourth tip, don't beat yourself up about hurting or feeling whatever you feel, whether it's anger, revenge, jealousy, all these things that you may feel, even the not so good things or sadness or whatever. Even if you're a naturally strong person, maybe you were raised in a household where you couldn't express your feelings and your emotions. Don't beat yourself up. You're human. You're going to hurt. You're going to feel pain. You're going to feel sorrow. You're also going to feel happiness, excitement, joy, elation, all of these wonderful things. You can't feel truly happy without going through sadness. You can't truly experience what it means to be joyful and alive without feeling all of these bad emotions. 
So don't blame yourself for going through what you went through. Even if you were hurt by somebody and you think, oh, I should have never done this. I should have never done that. Don't think in those terms. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. We all say these things. I should have done this. I would have done this. I could have done this. But looking back in the past and beating yourself up about what you did is only going to further propel you down in a pit of despair. So you need to accept that I did something or I hurt someone or someone hurt me and I was in the situation. Maybe that situation made you happy in the moment and it's okay. We live and we learn. You can't be looking in the past and being like, I should have done something different because you can't change the past. It's a waste of your energy. It's a waste of your energy to look back constantly and try to change what's unchangeable. So instead, focus that energy on changing your current circumstances or changing how your future is going to go from here. Trust me, guys, we all have things in our past we're not proud of. We all went through things. We all did things. We all did stuff to ourselves that were not good. It's okay. You didn't know all the things you know now. You weren't who you are now. But now you learn from your past mistakes instead of beating yourself up about them. You learn about the things that happened. You learn about people and situations and circumstances. You learn and you grow so that when things happen again in the future, you know how to handle them. That's what experiences are for. People ask me all the time, how do you know so much at your age? How do you know this? How do you have so much wisdom? Guys, I went through a lot of tough things. I made a lot of mistakes. And it happened in a span of just a few short years. But I'm glad I went through those few short years of turmoil and difficulty and feeling lost because I would not be who I am today. I would not feel the way I feel today. What I did do was forgive myself and focus on making my future better than my past, focusing on learning, on growth, and on healing. And that starts from forgiving yourself first. Forgive yourself for putting yourself through those things. Forgive yourself for the things that you did that weren't so great. And also forgiving those that did you wrong and maybe caused the hurt that you're feeling right now. I know it's so hard to forgive someone who did you wrong. You want them to feel the pain that you're feeling. You want them to know just how much they hurt you. But I promise you in extending forgiveness, and even if you don't say it to their face or tell them I forgive you, just instead of feeling those feelings of vengeance or anger or resentment, say, you know what? This anger and resentment is more of a burden on me than it is on that person who hurt me, so I'm going to release it. It's not mine to hold. I forgive that person. I forgive that situation. I forgive all those who did me wrong because I don't want to carry their energy on to my future. I don't want them to affect my future and my present. No more. You will be free from the pain that that person caused you once you decide to let go of resentment. Because it's like that saying goes, being angry towards somebody, hating somebody is literally trying to drink poison and thinking it's going to kill the other person when in fact that anger and resentment, whatever it is you're feeling is only hurting you. And the universe is like a mirror. Whatever you send out, the universe will literally mirror it back to you. So if that person hurt you and did something bad to you, wronged you, did the worst thing, made you feel pain, trust me when I say, whether you believe in karma or not, 
that energy will come back to them. So you just focus on yourself, focus on healing, focus on being the best you can be, focus on forgiving yourself. Say that this is a burden that you no longer have to carry. It's not yours. It's not your burden. It's not your responsibility. Your only responsibility is yourself and where you go from here on out. Let them deal with their karma. Let them deal with that pain that they cause because odds are, guys, those people that cause pain are the ones that are going through the worst pain. Hurt people hurt people. The biggest sign that you have healed is that you no longer wish harm on those that once hurt you. Forgiveness is freedom. Forgive yourself and others. That is a vital step. Lastly, let's start to make plans for the future. That's the fifth step. Making plans for the future. You can still heal and at the same time focus on what you want in your life. Just because you're healing right now, just because you're not feeling so good, doesn't mean that you can't put some of that good energy that you still have towards building and working towards your goals and your dreams, towards getting excited for the future. Because if you can't picture a future, a good future for yourself, you'll never truly be able to get past this valley. If you don't have an inspiration or a drive for a better life, then you'll just be complacent and stay where you are. So you need to look ahead, whether it's a year or six months or five years or 10 years ahead. Look ahead and see the possibilities. Create the new possibilities. Begin to invest in yourself, whether that's going to school and taking some courses or taking an online course towards a business you want to build, or taking a new yoga class, or investing in a gym membership, or doing a new meal plan. Investing in yourself in small ways can make great changes in your life, can create new habits, new ideas, can open you up to so many new possibilities, and not staying stagnant in who your past self was. In order to become great, in order to change, you have to do the things you've never done. If you have these big lofty goals and dreams, start with your daily habits, start doing the things that are tough and hard in the moment, and start pushing and creating the change you want to see in your life. Because then you're just staying in the same little cycle, in the same little loop, repeating the same mistakes over and over and over again because you don't want to push past that little rut that you're in or whatever you're feeling right now. You want to push past it. If you want your life to become like it's never been before, you need to do the things you've never done before. Simple as that investing in yourself, whatever that may look like. I don't necessarily mean like treat yourself kind of thing. Like I'm going to go splurge out on a hundred thousand dollar car right now. I don't necessarily mean that. I mean, investing yourself in that you are doing things and purchasing courses, investing your money in things that are going to help you grow and develop who you are, develop yourself, develop and align yourself with who you truly are and your higher self. For me, That was basically getting a life and business coach. I've talked about this in, I'm not sure if I talked about it on the podcast, but I did talk about it in one of my videos that I did recently, my life update video, and his name is Sachin. 
He has an Instagram account called Spoon of Consciousness as well as a YouTube account. He's incredible. He puts out so much self-help, spirituality, and self-development content out there for free. He is somebody that I have known for almost two years now and was until recently that we started talking and you know he offered his services to me and I said, you know what? Let's do it. It is a big investment, especially financial investment, but I believed, you know, this is going to propel me to new places. And lo and behold, thankfully, I did sign up with him because when things got tough, I had him to guide me towards, hey, Isabel, these are your goals. These are your dreams. What's holding you back? Don't allow these things to hold you back. Now we're going to see how we can build for the future. And I'm so grateful that I did this investment. It was scary and daunting at first. But it was so important to me, just getting my head straight, getting my ideas clear, even when I was still going through stuff for my breakup and I thought I had felt better and I had thought I had overcome things. It was like it came back and I said, you know what? I'm glad that I have somebody here to guide me, whether that is through personal issues or through business. Like for me, it was a huge, huge help. And for those of you who maybe are thinking of becoming life coaches yourself, Taking consideration, getting a life coach. This is something that a lot of life coaches say that a life coach needs a coach themselves. So don't be like, oh, how can you coach a coach? Everybody needs a coach, whether that is in a therapist or in a mentor or just a family friend or an older family member or somebody who has more wisdom or experience than you, you need to have that because everyone needs a mentor. Everyone needs somebody to keep them in check. And if you want a life and business coach, check out Spoon of Consciousness. It's at Spoon of Consciousness on Instagram. You can also find Spoon of Consciousness, like the spoon that you eat out of the Spoon of Consciousness. He is on YouTube as well. I did a couple podcast episodes with him actually about a year ago and should still be on his channel. Really awesome stuff. And I chose him because basically he knew my own journey and knew where I had started because whenever we had connected first, I was basically just starting out with this podcast and I was, you know, starting new ideas and new things. So he has seen the development, not just in my personal sense, but also in my business sense. So he's helped me develop my coaching program, helped me develop different things that I'm different projects I'm working on. And that's been a huge help because otherwise I would have just gotten lost. So whether you want to coach for your life or for a business or for whatever it is that you need help on, seek out that help. I'm also a firm believer in taking risks, whether you are scared of taking a certain risk if you've wanted to do something or go after a goal or a dream or start a new project, start a new business, you need to look at risk as something that you need to get over in order to beget success. And for me, doing coaching was a huge risk. I did have a ton of doubts, but I pushed through those doubts as well as every other project and thing I've started. I've always felt doubts and that's normal. That's human. But what makes you truly confident and strong and successful is pushing through those doubts and saying, I'm not going to let these doubts hold me down. And something I tell my clients all the time is your doubts and your fears or those limiting beliefs, are they sitting physically with you and telling you, no, you can't get out of bed? Or are they physically holding you down in a chair and telling you, no, you can't go after these dreams? No. To me, fear and doubt only exists if I allow it to. And the way I realize that fear and doubt doesn't really exist only exists in the mind if I feed it, 
is by taking risks and doing the things that scare me. Because I've realized by taking risks, I've gotten so much reward out of it. So take some risks in your life, whether that is moving to a new city or starting a new business or leaving a relationship you're unhappy with. Take those risks because I promise you, it will give you great change in your life and help you in your own journey and helping you overcome whatever it is that you're trying to heal from. Because taking risks helps you build confidence. Why? Because confidence is simply the relationship and trust that you have in yourself. So by taking risks and proving to yourself that you can do something, you can do difficult things will make you trust yourself more. And also it's important to not give up when you face setbacks, because like I said, healing is not a linear process. You have to peel away layers, go through the valleys, go through the ups and downs. That's essential. So if you're like, Oh, I had a terrible week. I'm going to give up on all these goals and habits and all these things that I've been trying to do to make myself feel better. It's all a waste. It doesn't matter. It's not doing anything. I'm not seeing changes. Be patient with your first off, be patient with your growth, with your healing. Know that undoing 20, 30, 40 years of limiting beliefs and hard things are not going to be undone overnight or in a week or even in a month or a year. You're going to have to continue being consistent with putting in the effort and the work and instilling the habits that you wish to have and that you wish to cultivate over time. Just because you're not feeling motivated one day or you don't feel inspired or you're tired, you get up out of bed and you put in the work. Don't give up. Keep moving forward. Even if one day you didn't go work out or one day you didn't do something right or one day you ate like crap or you felt like crap, it's okay. The next day is a new day. Take it day by day. Take your healing day by day. Don't look at the huge mountain you have to climb. Just look at the stones in front of you, on the boulder in front of you. Climb that boulder first, and then you can go on to the next one, and the next one, and the next one. Day by day, focus on that day. Focus on how you can be yourself, your best self that day. And once that day is over, you can focus on the next day. Don't overwhelm yourself. Don't give up. We all face setbacks. It's about continuously getting back on the train when you fall off of it. What can also help you in this is also simplifying your life. Maybe you have felt overwhelmed or that your healing has taken longer because you have too many things going on at once. So maybe say, I'm going to take this month as just a month where I'm going to say no to things that don't serve me. And I'm just going to focus on healing. I'm going to focus on self-care. I'm not going to go out with friends if I don't feel like it. I'm not going to do this if I don't feel like it. No. I'm going to simplify my life and worry about my own self-development, worry about my commitment to myself. Everything else can wait. If you have to get off of social media and detox, do it. It's going to be there when you get back. It's not going anywhere. Your followers aren't going anywhere. Your friends aren't going anywhere. Focus on yourself. Say, I'm going to just simplify my life, worry about myself, put myself first, because that is essential to healing. It's just saying, I'm going to put myself first. Not worry about all these other things or drama or gossip or what other people are telling me or what people think of me or what people are saying about me. That does not matter. What's most important now is you and how you're doing and how you're feeling. 
whether others validate it or not, whether others are standing with you or not, you have to put yourself first, which also means getting rid of toxic people or habits or situations, streamlining your life to the point where you're saying, I don't have time or energy for this stuff that doesn't serve me. If a person is a negative influence on your life, on you, and is stifling your growth and is pushing you towards bad habits that you want to get rid of, then slowly phase out that person or tell them, hey, this is not for me. Stand up for yourself. Stand up for your feelings. If you're trying to heal and somebody else is limiting your healing, maybe it's time to evaluate whether you want that person in your life or not. Because honestly, what's the point in having a friendship if it's not helping you grow or making you a better person? It's not a friendship. It's not a friendship circle. It's a cage. So you need to make sure that you're not allowing people in your life who are holding you back. Instead, focus on building relationships with people who inspire you, who push you to become your best self, who tell you, hey, you need healing, or hey, you should improve on this, or hey, let's go do this because it's going to help you grow. That is a true friendship. Those are true friends, not just fair weather friends who only go with you when they want to go party or hang out and they want to be lonely anymore. Those are not real friends. You should cut those people out of your life. And instead, focus on being your best friend. And also building relationships with people who will help you see a better future for yourself, who remind you of the person that you wish to become. There are a lot of people out there like that. There are a lot of good people out there who can be good friends, but you won't be able to have relationships with them until you cut off and get rid of those old bad relationships and make room for the relationships that you wish to have, whether platonic or also romantic. So if you're in a romantic relationship that's holding you back, reevaluate that one as well. Ask, is this relationship aligning with the person I wish to become in the future? If not, don't be afraid of ending the relationship. Bottom line, the future does not have to look like your past if you do not wish it to look like it. The future is what you make of it, ladies and gentlemen. The future is what you want. The future is what you continuously allow to come into your life and what you continuously water and give sunlight to and tend to. So are your current habits, are the current things in your life, your circumstances, are they what you want in the future? If not, change it. Change something, create new habits, start watering new habits, new relationships, start watering new thought processes, start watering new mindsets. Because if not, you're going to continuously have more and more and more of the same. So if you don't like something about your life, begin to change it. It's going to be hard at first. It's going to be tough because like any new venture, you're going to struggle But struggle equals growth. If you're not struggling, you're not growing. So it's time to take your power back, if you haven't already. Take your power back from whatever situation you've been in the past, whether it's your current circumstances or something in the past that keeps coming up and you need to heal from. Take your power back from it. Your life is in your hands. When nothing is certain, Anything is possible. So if you're a little lost right now or you don't know where to begin, that's okay. That means you have choices. That means you can go in whatever direction you wish to go. So you can either look at that in a scary sense or you can look at that as freedom. 
freedom of choice, free will. We all have it. So use it to your greatest advantage. What happened in your past will not have a hold on you any longer as long as you decide to change your life right here and right now. And trust me when I say everything's going to be okay. Things are going to get better. Life is going to turn around for you. I'm speaking it into existence right now. If you're listening, know that something incredible is about to happen. Something that you had no idea could even happen. Something you couldn't even conceive of that you can't even imagine right now. Something beautiful and incredible is coming towards you. And you should embrace it with open arms. Treat yourself right. Forgive yourself. It's time to move forward. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I hope it resonated. If it did, please be sure to leave a good review on this podcast and a review that reflects whatever changes this episode has given you, or if any of my other episodes have resonated with you or helped you in some way, please be sure to review this podcast and whatever platform you're listening to it on. And I'd appreciate your feedback so much. Also be sure to follow Taking Back Your Power on Instagram and follow me on Instagram as well. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Isabel V Palacios. And you can find my YouTube channel. It's called Isabel Palacios. And subscribe to my channel for more inspirational content, self-help, law of attraction, all that, you can go and find it on YouTube. Taking Back Your Power is found at Taking Back Your Power. There's also a new website. Well, it's the same website, but you can visit my website, takingbackyourpower.com. I'm so excited. I finally got that domain name after over a month of negotiations with the previous owner. I'm so happy. And that will be our new home base. So be on the lookout for new content going up on takingbackyourpower.com. Also, that is where I will first post about any future coaching or any coaching programs I will have in the future, such as my manifestation program that I am currently working on. All of that will be on the site, as well as when I decide to take on a new session and a new group of clients for my personal one-on-one one coaching program, the confidence charge up. So thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of taking back your power. I appreciate so much the patience and the love during this short break that I will kind of long break, but thank you so much for your patience and for understanding. I love you guys so very much and I'm sending you so much love and light in whatever stage of your healing journey you're on, whether you're just beginning, you're just realizing that you need to heal, or if you've been through a lot, I'm sending you love and light and I know that things are going to turn turn around for you very soon. I love you so very much and I leave you with this message as always. No matter who you may be in this life, no matter what you may look like or what you've been through or what you need to heal from or what has hurt you or done you bad in the past or what your future may hold, know this, your true beauty, your true worth, and your true power always comes from within. I love you all. And don't forget to tune in for next week's, I feel so good to say that, tune in to next week's episode of Taking Back Your Power. Bye-bye.